Hey, welcome back to She Gets a Pod. Happy to have your ear. This is a bonus episode where I'm going to talk to various women that's going to come through the show. And what we're going to talk about today is women everything, women of history, women of today, women who are inspiring, women who are thinking out the box. And I'm so excited for the women that are going to pop through because nobody's obligated, but it's going to be a really fun show. I want to talk about women of history, women uh, that are doing things different, what women want today, what's happening in the workplace for women, uh, what changed as far as like the family dynamic and what women need (laughs) from men, from, you know, their confidence and being comfortable with not having kids and being comfortable with having kids, like all of that and where we are now. And I want to talk about this soft life. I want to talk about what men assume. I want to talk about the fact that what women want from men is more than money. I want to talk about how our love grows and how consistency is more of a want than it is to have peen or money from men. (laughs) Okay. And what growth looks like for everybody and how it's individual. It's not just one way. How that house and the picket fence and the man that looks like he wants to be there is not really the goal for all of us. And it's okay, you know? how women can be solo individual artists and not want the marriage and not want the fame and not want the bags, the shoes, the jewelry, the uh, posts and how women today who feel like they need to show a bit more, do a bit more, be a bit louder. Are those women inspiring, you know, and we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. And I'm so excited. Glad to have your ear. I'll be back with a few guests and then I'm going to get started and we are live and we are live I'm going to give the ladies a bit of five minutes and then I'm just going to start running my mouth because that's what I do best hope you guys are having a great day and all of that today was so annoying to the point where I laid in my bed for 15 minutes and I said Chantal do you want to call out And the other part of me was like, call out for what? And I was like, I know, I should just work right. And the other part of me was like, yeah, get your ass up and work. It ain't like you got to go to the office. I was like, true. So I worked today, but did I regret it? Yes. The way that these people get on my nerves at work, how they ask for help and you give them the answer and it's not the answer that they want. So they tell you, no, that's incorrect. I feel like you are capable of doing what I ask. Sis. It's giving oppressor. It's giving passive aggressive. It's giving you lucky I don't know your address so I don't pull up on you. But yeah, that was my Thursday. We're almost at Friday. I feel like I could thug it out. Thug it, thug it, thug it, thug it out. So I think that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to thug it out. So how are you? How's everything? How's March treating you? Um, I know somebody needs to close my Amazon account this month because for why Chantal? Because Chantal. Okay, Chantal. You know what I'm saying? So there's that. I'm just scrolling through um IG until people pop in. <clears throat> What's on your perfect burger table topics? Hmm. I will say pickles 
a purple onion. Let's be clear, ain't nothing red about it. Raw. <clears throat> um, A1 sauce. I prefer A1 sauce over barbecue and ketchup. Some of that steak sauce. Um, what else do I want on my burger? A hot spicy mustard. And the meat, <clears throat> not pink. A buttered bun. And maybe cheese, pepper jack. Somebody just said mayonnaise, sis. We need more than that. We need more than that. Steve Harvey explains why he buys expensive cars, sir. It's richness. Let's be serious. <clears throat> Who we got? Who we got? It's Gigi. 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 It's Gigi. It's Gigi. Who we got? Who we got? Hi, Gigi. Hi. What is going on? Yo, life is life, and yeah, life it with it. Yes. I am Dandy. Work is over for the day contemplating calling out tomorrow but i'm trying to be a grown-up but here we are what are the thoughts of why you wouldn't go because i feel like i'm going to have a real reason in the future to call out and i don't want to be this to be like one of those unnecessary call outs okay but you also understand that mental health is a thing and that self-care you first and so yes. At the end of the day, there's always going to be a day that you may need, but there's always going to be a day that you're going to need for you. And if tomorrow is that day, friend. I know. But, but <laughs> I digress. <laughs> for you. Hello, Hello I don't think. Your pocket. But I know that whatever decision that you make is going to be a great one. Thanks. Uh, you're, you and Greg are about to record. Yes, but he ain't even hit me up yet to leave. So I'm just standing here. I didn't even like leave. So I'm waiting for him to say, Gigi, okay. And then I'll just head over to him. So, okay, great. So while I have you for however long I have you, tell me any tips or anything you appreciate about women's history or women of the past or women now that you want to drop on the show. Oh, <laughs> I like how you just kind of you dropped that on me. Yeah, that women of all generations and all walks of life has shown us that we can always 
make the the impossible possible. There has been nothing that we haven't been able to do in any aspect of life. And sometimes we allow the, you know, other gender to provide that if they would like, but that doesn't take away the idea that we have been resilient. We have continued to show that not only can we run a household, we can run businesses, we can run the world. And so it's just a tidbit to understand that if that's where we are now, just think about where we're going to be. Hmm. I'm awful. Okay. I like that. And I, I agree. I, I think the women of the past did what they did and they did the best with it. And I think it's taken a lot of people outside of just women to understand that what the women of today need and want is different. And it doesn't mean that it's less value. It means that you have to adapt. Yes. And a lot of people are stubborn to adapt. So they name call it like, oh, women, you know, they're not quality or they hate men or they don't want to be good mothers. And any woman who is saying she's happy without being a mother, she's lying. And I'm just like, there's so many different dimensions of being a woman and the fact that our bodies are still under attack to this day and we're in 2023 is insane to me Mm. but I always understood that a woman's body is all about some some form of uh control it's Miko my cousin's gonna pop in here you want me to change my orientation because I realized that I should have no you good you good my focus on this episode is audio it's not really so you're safe but um I do feel like what women want today is different and it rubs people the wrong way what's up Miko hi Miko I don't know if she can hear us yet hopefully she can hear us but um yeah tonight I'm gonna talk a bit about soft life what men assume um why what women may want and need is more than money Um, I'm going to talk about what growth looks like for us, um, women that we may admire, you know, what constitutes a woman being of value today? Is it the woman whose body is the most liked or is it the woman that loves her body the most, regardless of what it looks like? And, um, you know, I want to talk about all of that because I'm raising women. Mm, Talk about it. And I'm raising women who are living in a visual, visual, digital world. And they're not going to leave my house bobbleheads. They're not going to leave my house um, think, th- thinking that their looks is it. What's up, Miko? And, hey, sorry, I'm having connection issues. It's okay. And I just, um, I want to be an example of, here's a woman that raised me and she did the best. And even though what her best is, is not what I choose to do, she did the best. And I appreciate her allowing me to give feedback on what she was doing while she was doing it. Because these kids today are not us when we were kids. Like it was disrespectful to question a mom or dad on why, why are you telling me to leave the room or why I can't actually this or, um, is it possible I can interject and tell you this is the wrong way for the last hour and it not be seen as rude? Whereas for me as a mom, I love when my kids 
come to me and tell me what would be a good idea like Ari today she has a t-shirt on that says um uh bruh don't touch my hair bruh <laughs> so she has this thing like if she was a boy she would be a complete titty boy <laughs> she loves my titties so <laughs> when I be in the house and she be like annoyed and trying to get my attention she'll grab them so I'm in like this this mode of telling her Aria that is harassment <laughs> you cannot grab my boobs like that and it doesn't feel good I said it hurts depending on how you grab it so she gonna come in the room today and she said well I think you should go ahead and make a t-shirt that says don't touch my titties bro <laughs> yo <laughs> The mouth like, of babes. Like, uh, you know, you might be onto something. Okay. Mm -hmm. you okay. I came from Ari. I just want everyone to know. I pre-recorded. This is definitely give her credit. Do yes. not give her royalties. I know. It came from a little mm -hmm. woman, but I think it's super important that you know I differentiate a Nicki Minaj woman from a woman who doesn't have to show so much, but still has that respect and that command in the room. And I think um, today, women who do what men like the most are reward more than women who are a bit more refined with it. And I want, I want, I, I want to expose them to both, but also show them how this is a better long-term quality than this. Because now I think a lot of the women are seeing that bubble butts is not it. It's not yeah, um, finally. Uh, fake bodies is not it can you pull this out can you adjust this I want to get back to how it was back then and some people have gone too far to go back and they know it so they mm -hmm. just keep going and when I think about that instantly in my mind a woman of like the 90s to me that was beautiful has completely in my opinion maybe for her she thinks she upgraded in my opinion her naturally she looked way more beautiful um, and I respected her more for just owning a stage with a lot of men, little Kim. Mm -hmm. Why did she touch her face? Why did she touch her body? Why did she do all of this? And it's just like every year I'm just like, I hope she, I hope she gets this year. Like she's enough. She doesn't need to add anything more, but I'm not seeing it yet. And a lot of times what we see in the potential of a woman may not be what oh, yeah. she may see and I want to show them that too like just because someone thinks you know this person is better than you instead of you combat them just say you know what it's cool that's your opinion because after well, that where, yeah. after that where's the argument mm -hmm. you know what right. I'm saying like yeah. so so it's I think it's super important for women to stand up um uh, and speak their mind and be individuals and still be respected as being their ultimate women selves. I don't think, uh, you know, I'm better than the next woman. I don't think, you know, Gigi feels like she's better than the next woman or Miko feels like she's better no. than the next woman. But it's, it's like finding a common respect and every one of us, men or women, learning that if somebody is not on your level mentally, emotionally physically I'm not saying that I'm better but I'm just saying I know better and I'm just not gonna argue with someone who cannot give me more knowledge than I can give myself 
okay but then you'll automatically be called a narcissist narcissist the minute the minute that you understand your value your wants your needs and the things that you like it's automatically taken as I'm looking down on you. No, what's good for you may not be good for me. Right. So what my son, my I'm raising a boy and he's looking at the women in society. And I, mm. I guess he kind of uses me as a gauge, but at the same time, there's certain things that he's not okay with me. Like I know that he'll probably be an ultra conservative man because if I put a crop top on, he's like, you really want to wear that though? You better get out, mom. You I, really, love, you I love how he gives you your opinion first. So yeah. th that's your choice today. That's, that's what you want to wear. Okay. <laughs> Well, I mean, if that's what you like, he'll tell me if that's what you like. But I think that you would look better if you were fully covered. And then, you know what? Right. I appreciate your honest opinion because that's what you would like to see in a woman. You would prefer a woman to have things covered up because that's what you like. But mm -hmm. mommy, if you like that, I love that for you. Right. Even and I always leave space for him to express himself. And I think that's one thing that children of today have the opportunity to do. Like you said, to ask questions mm -hmm. and to express themselves. There's always a dialogue. He constantly tells me that I'm so glad I didn't grow up in the 90s because children were seen and not heard. And I was just like, wow, I'm doing something right. I am doing something right because he yeah. can differentiate between the way that I'm raising him and the circumstances that I grew up under. And he's really looking at women as well as men and certain you know, connotations like, hmm, I see what this person's doing and I see how my mom is. I see how my dad is. And it's resonating. Children mm -hmm. are like sponges. Mm -hmm. I agree. Mm -hmm. And even like that brings me to this whole conversation this week with what Sierra wore to the Oscars with her husband. Um, yeah. Like, listen, if his square butt loves her <laughs> little butt and that dress, and they agreed that I love this for you, I love that for you, and they left the house, let them rock out. I don't understand why what someone chooses to wear, how they present themselves is affecting so many people so much for them to feel like, I have an opinion on this. She shouldn't be showing her cheeks. She shouldn't be showing her legs. That split is too high. Like, what? is yeah. she bothering you? Is she really making you lose sleep at night? Is she bothering your kids? Were your kids told it's mandatory for them to watch the Oscars? Like, I think... <laughs> um, Social media has, it's a pro and a con because it has made the ignorant mindset people of today louder, mm. but it has always allowed people who understand that. Okay, Gigi, thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Okay. Bye, Gigi. So continue to be great ladies. Of course. Okay. Of course. It, um... It really made like people feel like, oh, okay, that's how you think, or you know, that's how you are. That's what you want to do. Okay, good check. Like when Trump was in um office, what I liked about it is he let people who thought like him feel comfortable to be out. Yes, he definitely gave a platform for a particular group of people to speak their mind. And honestly, I think it was great. Whether I agreed or disagreed with what they had to say, it right. honestly let us know what type of opinions are actually out there. Right. Because a lot of people would not say that they had no balls to say the things that they said until he got into office. And I definitely appreciate that. I mean, that's true freedom of speech. Right. But the people who rather you say what sounds good, what makes me feel good, didn't like the fact that people felt so comfortable. And I'm just like, we can't say that 
we want more women to have more options and and be able to speak out and then say oh because you're a woman and you're saying x y and z you need to shut up Mm-mm. and I feel like that's kind of like the same thing like if we want honesty we need to see who's honestly in the room like that white man who had the audacity to say um I'm for bringing back lynching we need to know that you exist I'm sorry let him, speak. let him speak because it's an honest people actually believe that there were no people who felt that way there are a lot of people who agree with him mm-hmm. and we can just go back to the January 6th events There's a lot of people who have very strong opinions. And when you suppress that, we don't know that they're around. And I think that's a more, a bigger danger to not know the true opinions of people and thoughts, because those are people who vote. Those are people who go to polls. Those are people (laughs) who teach your children and you need to know they're around. Right. Especially the teach your children part. That's Mm -hmm. a, that's a bias that I don't like in the news when it's a man teacher, this man raped this girl or sodomize this child if they don't want to say the sex mm-hmm. when it's a woman this woman um had a relationship that's what they'll say yeah, rel- like, what? you can't have a relationship there's no consent with the child there's no relationship she's an abuser it's like at one minute y'all want to bash women who are innocently not doing anything to you but when the ones are guilty Oh, we can't say that about her. It's going to defame her character. Her character is already defamed. She thought that this was okay. Mm -mm. Okay. But see, that's the type of double standard that there is. I think that when we speak about feminism and women empowerment, we're not just speaking about the fluffy sides. We're speaking about all sides. And I think that's what is a big misconception. We don't want to have preferential treatment. We want to exist in a space that's safe. And if there are women in our space that aren't safe, we need to treat them with a certain amount of scrutiny and not softness. Right. Just like the women who are like, let's get rid of abortion. But in your life, personally, how many babies did you get rid of? Hello. In your life, personally, you made a choice. I don't want to be a mother, but you want to sit here and tell other women who possibly want to be a mother, but not right now, or can't be a mother medically because it's it's not safe you Mm. must no that's a a double standard there so it's okay for you and not okay for me but secretly not okay for you that's the thing a lot of people you know this is the world we live in (laughs) and it's like oh like it's 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 levels of women not feeling safe for different reasons and women would rather wake up and not have to talk about what they have to talk about, but to wake up and completely ignore what's happening with women, um, what's not fair with women. By default, you are against women. They it's don't like, say that, but they truly don't perceive themselves as being against women. They truly feel that their opinion is going to support the type of women that they want to support. I think there's a biases within our own gender on yeah. what women need to be supported as well. Yeah. That and I don't understand. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot. And it's, it's kind of hard to say, you know, women get together and all women need this when all women don't feel like they're equal among all women to be respected, mm-hmm. heard, um, taken seriously, given certain medical care because that is medical care. Um, provided certain opportunities and then turn around and be like, you know what? 
I think it's a better option for you to have that child. Then when that woman needs help or resources, you know what? You should have thought of that. You should have thought of that before you did X, Y, and Z. And it's kind of like, what? What? Make it make sense. Right. So, you know, a lot that needs to be said. But I'm going to get the history of Women's Month out the way. And I'm going to talk about some inspiring women. And then we just go get into these topics that people keep bringing up and you know what I love the men of today where they feel like let me go on a podcast and tell the world what I think about women I love that for you sir but also there's a response for that sir and uh, I feel like this is where I want to air it out instead of listening to a clip seeing a clip and just like oh let me make an episode about that like I want this to be let me lay it out on the table why this is that, why women feel this way, and why we are where we are. And so this is the episode to do that. So we're just going to rock out. Um, If anyone else pops in, they pop in. They can be added to the conversation, but let's go, let's go. Okay, so when I researched the origin of Women's History Month, uh, started in 1908, so there's that. And then Um, there's an International Women's Day, which is um, was in 1911, so two years after that. <clears throat> and then Women's History Month started in my year, 1987. Oh, that's yeah, that's yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. How can you deny us? There was Afros. Hello. There, there, there was there was good music. There was a vibe, okay? So <clears throat> in my opinion, because I don't want to get the d- dictionary of why women's history is important because, duh, I am a woman. I feel like women's history is important because if we don't know what women went through in the past, we wouldn't know why women are keep, they keep going. We wouldn't know yeah. why um, <clears throat> this particular woman doing this thing is so important or a major deal because- Women for the last 20 years were not allowed to do X, Y, and Z. Um, Even down to the reason of why marriage was so high 20 years ago, or like most men who call themselves alpha males, women were better in the 1950s. Women weren't better in the 1950s. Women felt like the only way I would be able to have a life is through a man. Hello, how am I going to take care of myself if I don't have a man? Right. First of all, what, what kind of money would you earn to, to support yourself if you weren't married? That right. was the goal. Right. So I'm just like, so you felt women only had value if a man stated she had value because I chose her. Mm. Sounds and- like you're <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it had to start somewhere. Yeah. And it's a lot of that still going around. And I'm just like, I'm sorry. You can't marry your mom today. And if you can marry your mom today, you can marry your mom today. You know, we've seen it on the social media. But logically, would you want to know? I feel like the men today that say women were better in the 1950s, they want a woman's mindset of 1950 on a 2024 body Mm. and they want her to figure out how to not work make me three meals wash my clothes take care of my house take care of my kids and keep that body oh that's a good one because some of them want her to work too and do all those things as well 
The real sick ones are the ones that say, oh yeah, I know when I met you, you were working a job, you're not going to work that job anymore. You're going to stay home and do X, Y, and Z. Those are the real sick ones because behind that whole mindset of, I'm going to take care of my wife. She's not going to do X, Y, and Z. Did you ask her if that's what she wanted? Did you ask her if she wanted to be taken care of and there was one bank account and you would give her money? Did you ask her if uh, that was what how she wanted to take care of kids and she wanted to have kids every other year? And that wasn't part of the discussion. It was just assumed that once I picked you, this is what we're going to do. You're going to listen to me. Right. And I'm just like, that's not healthy. And a lot of men who think it's a manly thing for me to give direction and for her to not combat me. And it's just going to be X, Y, and Z. Da, 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 da. It's giving your insecure that you feel like if she has options, she's going to exercise them. If she has a voice and opinion, she's going to interfere with your plan. That's the problem. Better her quiet than her actually speak up and have thoughtful opinions. But today's woman is far more resourceful than that. Not only do we have valuable thoughts and opinions, we can actually aid our household more than making food right. and taking care of children. Like That's not all we are. I'm not a baby making machine. If that's the case, you can get you a surrogate and a chef. Yes. Simple as that. If you want a woman at home <laughs> in your house to take care of your kids, you can pay for that. And they're not going to because they feel like, oh, you're a woman. That's what you're supposed to do. That's what I married you for. No, I'm good. Let me tell you something. The way my nipples get hard when I see a man cooking. Good mm. night. Hello. Good night. Like, but you that- know what? The type of woman I am, if you're going to cook that meal, I will do those dishes. You go get in that kitchen with that apron. It's a team. I'm going to be right behind you with those dishes as soon as the itis wears off. Mm-hmm. It's a team and I feel like that's what makes, you know, the achievements better or the challenges easier is knowing a woman is not sitting at home expecting you to battle the world, come in and make her happy and then go back out and battle the world and be able to handle it all and her just look at you and be like, that's my man. Like, stop telling the world that that's what you want. Stop telling the world that you want to pick the quote-unquote baddest-looking woman that feels like she shouldn't have to work. You should get her nails done. You should buy her whatever she wants. You should take her on trips. And as far as, like, helping you, especially as a Black man, combat society, oh, that's just not her place. She's not supposed to. I'm supposed to do everything. That's unhealthy. But you know what happens to a lot of those men? What happens when you lose the money? What do you have to fall back on? Because that woman will leave for a man who can continue where you left off. Period. With your kids. Period. Listen, wherever that man is of my future, I'm going to tell you right now, if I don't think the sun shines out of your ass and you don't have $10 to your name, it, don't move any further with me because I have to see value in you without nothing while we mm. build something. No one wants to do that anymore. I think building together sounds ghetto. I think some for, for some men, getting assistance from a woman <laughs> takes away from their masculinity. And I don't really see it as assistance. Like we said, it's, it's a building thing. I yeah. would love to help you grow and build yourself and you pour into me the same way that I pour into you, but they have an expectation that women are already coming with a not full cup because they need a man to help fill the rest up. I don't need that. My cup is full already. And then, 
if if they don't have that attitude that you just said, they take it as, oh, you feel like you don't need a man and you feel like you have everything under control. Oh, did I state what I felt? But what is wrong with being a self-sufficient adult? As adults, we're supposed to know how to take care of ourselves. Why is it me being a woman would make me inept and I need to wait for someone to come down and save me? I think that two healthy, self-sufficient people make a greater team. If I don't need you to pick me up out of, you know, just like a martyr or a superhero type of mentality or complex, I am not in a bad place. Right. Why would you want to why would you want to build somebody from that bad place? Why would you want to take somebody out of their situation rather than meet somebody where you are? Why is it always a savior complex? Why do you need to save someone from from destitute or being a lonely woman? Who said she was lonely? There's a difference between being alone and being lonely. And I feel like that's where people who are in, in love with the struggle Mm. I'm in that like people who feel like oh we got it out the mud together so I know they love me we don't necessarily have to get it out the mud you know what I'm saying mm. a man making 50k and you making you know 65k together regardless of what k he making is more k than you are making on top of what you are making like women who feel like oh you know <clears throat> It's Ashley. Women who feel like, oh, you know, I need him to make 150K or I need him to make 200K and then um, I could do something with him. You're Bucky. Mm, that's definitely Gen Z. I hear a lot of Gen Z women sounding like that. I'm going to be honest with you. They really have an unrealistic expectation of what it costs to live in this world right. and what a man can actually do for them. And there there are some women out there who are uninterested in working and have no idea what that means by staying at home and what type of control that man has an expectation over your life because he's providing. All right. What's up, Ash? I don't know if she can hear me take a while for her to pop in but yeah i i just don't want to especially how men and, and this is another thing like people don't take in consideration is the man that you think is so fine and making that salary that you want him to make is he healthy mm. oh you talking about that show but that inside of that show is different yes on paper he might be the best man in the world but when you actually get to know him people are undeveloped personality <laughs> character like oh my god i did not know this was you it's like those russian dolls where you just you keep picking it up and you find more and more and more and more and more inside and it's not what you wanted right right ash i don't know if she hear me i don't know what happened but um yeah i just feel like if he's not healthy his life expectancy is not going to help you and you're just rushing to become a widow like a lot of men, um, and we talked about this, where they're not taking care of themselves. They want bachelor life in their 30s. They want bachelor life in their 40s. They want bachelor life in their 50s. And then when they, <coughs> like my back, you know. What I'm saying? Yeah, when death is knocking at father time and death is knocking at their door. That is actually a thing where men hurry up to find a partner and get married so that they don't die alone. That's a big thing. Or... Uh, I need to settle down and get a woman to take care of me. That is not the goal of a marriage. Well, statistically, when a man is partnered, they live long. The life expectancy of a man who is 
either cohabitating or married to a woman, their life expectancy increases exponentially. Yeah. So but, you're just using me so you can live longer. I got you. But you halfway broke, not not financially broke, but you coming to me broken and I got to be your night nurse instead of be able to go to Greece for a week with my husband because he needs his oxygen tank. He needs to take this medicine. You know, he can't be sitting for X amount of hours. Like all of that comes into play. Ash. Hello. What's up? We're just talking uh, women and uh, men expectation on women and the things that they do. So you can jump in whenever you want. But um, I just I just feel like if your if your goal is to be married to a woman and you want your woman to be amazing and you know at least an eight and you want her to be this and look this way, she has to have the space to expect those things from you also. It's two way straight. I agree with that. You got to be able to give what you're asking for. And a lot of people don't realize that you have all these expectations, but then want to give nothing. Right. Nothing in return. Not even equal in return. If you can't give what you're asking for, you should reevaluate what you're asking. Like you want you, you really want me to sit here at 35 and give you one more kid on top of the three that I already have, or you already have, and you smoke five times a day, or you drink <clears throat> 10 times a week. With about smoking. I was like, bro, you got to stop smoking. I'm like, the secondhand smoke is going to kill me, not you. Like, please. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Only that, like, these men's testosterone levels mad low. Like, mm -hmm. they can't even, I don't know. They need to get it together. <laughs> Cause I've been getting it together. I've been eating clean and I need to do this doing the same. Yes. Like I understand. But this goes back to the body expectations. You don't even take care of your health. Yeah. Why would I want you to come ruin my temple? Like how you, how you trying to play in my butt and you don't want a doctor to play in yours. <laughs> how, how we doing this? How you focus on when's my annual and my pap and you basing your health off of my health. Hello. Like there's too When's many the grown men doing that. When's the last time you've seen your doctor? Right. What's your doctor's what? name? Do you have a PCP? Do you know what that is? And we're not talking about drugs. Have either of you ever dealt with a man that was not taking care of himself at all? I actually had to give a man an ultimatum like to get a hernia a little bit. What? Wow. No. I, well, I, okay, I, I'll say this. I've never dealt with a man that I know through proof took his ass to the doctor outside of a dentist. Oh, no, I won't let anybody touch me who doesn't go to a doctor. Um, my last ex gave me paperwork, like blood work, everything, full on. Like, he was an athlete. Let me see that paperwork before you touch me. Let me see what that blood work looking like. Oh, you got great cholesterol. I like this. You know, let me see that paperwork, baby. Oh my God. No, but at the and same time, we have to hold women accountable too, because you have to say no. You have to set the standard. And some people some men don't realize that I won't let you touch like the fingernail thing. If your fingernails look disgusting, you can't touch me. If you don't clip your fingernails, you got dirt under your finger, I can't let you touch me. Oh yeah. You don't yeah, that's a, it's a no. 
It's enough. If you can't take care of your regular hygiene, let alone going to a doctor, at least your yearly physical. No, don't touch me. We're not on the same page. My mm-hmm. health is more important than that. I don't care how fine you look. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just, you feel better when you take care of yourself. And if I'm feeling better because I'm taking care of myself, I need you to feel better that because you're taking care of yourself. And I don't care what any man says. It is not gay to take care of your hands, your feet, your hair, your skin. It is not gay to go to the doctors on the regular. It is not gay to not be happy in a relationship and voice the fact that you are not happy. That's not feminine. That's called being a human. Glad you guys are still listening to the show. If you are looking to support a Black woman, please check out 1977hustlelane.com. That is my girl Jayla's company of workout gear, comfy gear, bras, tanks, um, pants, shorts, whatever you're looking for, hoodies. She got it on there. Also check out Protect Yo yoenergy.com everything's on there hats t-shirts hoodies uh bags kits that you get to go ahead and self-care tips all of that just it's just, it's just a peaceful place okay because we are supporting black women okay we are supporting creators we are supporting women making something for themselves and i'm so happy that Women are constantly evolving despite what is against them because that's what we do. Now back to the show. Self-care. Take care of yourself because I'm not going to do it for you. Like I, I did an episode last week with two men and they were talking to me about different questions I had about men and why they do what they do. And I asked and I was like, why do men see the problems in relationships, not address it, and then wait till that woman is fed up and she files for divorce? And instead of you admit that the relationship been trash, you said she filed for the divorce, I didn't leave. But he, what they said to me was, you know, we were unhappy in the relationship the whole time, but we were just focused on who they were when we first met them. Whoever you're with when you first meet them will not be the person you're with five years from now, 10 years from now, 15 years from now. So are you not going to address anything that is not working for you in a relationship while you're paying a mortgage, while you're paying car notes, while you're paying tuition for kids, while you're paying back your debts, while you seeing credit card debt, like that holding in something that needs to be talked about that you're not cool with in a relationship that you're sharing with another person is like the fuel under every argument. That's insane. It's called emotional intelligence. And I don't feel that they were ever um, taught to express how they feel. If the person that you were dating is not the same, per- I don't ever think that's the goal, but if the person that you're dating is the is the same person that you were when they met them, that means they haven't grown. Right. It means you don't want me to change. It means the idea that you have for me or of me is what you want and you don't want me to grow. Right. That's insane. They don't but, communicate. They don't communicate because they don't have the emotional intelligence to. I think they are attached to the person. They want women to stay the, the woman that they're with to stay that way. And they have an expectation that eventually she'll go back to that or we'll just stick around because 
the loyalty, like this, their blind loyalty to an idea, just that this the way they are loyal to their friends. You have a terrible group of friends and I've known him since the third grade. He's trash. He's trash. That's what they do. It's blind loyalty. Even blind if it's loyalty is so dangerous. Mm-hmm. It's so dangerous, whether it's friends, people you work with, or um, a friend of the family, someone you have a child with, like, Mm-mm. I don't, I don't want to see you in a messed up position as my child's father. But at the same time, there's certain things I can't tolerate that you do. I'm not going to clap for you when you do the bare minimum. And it's nope. not because I don't think that you're good enough. It's because in order for me to respect you as an equal parent, you have to do equal. Mm. preach on Ooh. it I, feel preach on it. I know it actually resonated for me I needed to hear that as well yes no but yes. I did what I was supposed to do they feel I did I did something and it was better than doing nothing and remember there's a societal standard that there are men who don't do anything at all so at least I'm present or at least I did something should be the loyalty that you have to them well I'm here so you know count me in right you sound like but what are you doing um comparing my father experience to what he does he's like well your dad wasn't here and I'm like what does that have to do with you and this year is my son's first time living with him and we're at a point where me and my son are getting together to where he's seeing some he's 11 now he's seeing some patterns and some lack of emotional intelligence and things like that and it's to the point where we're like hey you're going to have an ultimatum either you go to therapy or start getting help and learning how to deal with things differently or my son wants to come home and he doesn't really want to come home he wants to live with his dad but you know he's not taking care of himself in that way and you know it's not working yeah. I don't think we give children credit enough to be, especially this generation, to be emotionally intelligent enough to pick up on that. My son is just as intuitive and as emotional intelligent as your son to say, hey, this isn't right. Like, mm-hmm. why isn't, you know, dad doing this or dad doing that? My son sees what I do and he's looking towards the future. He was like, mom, you got to teach me how to do how to do this around the house because I don't want my wife doing this by herself. Okay. He's like, no. He's like, I need to learn how to cook. I need to learn how to clean the bathroom properly because my wife can't do this by herself. If she's got a baby, she can't put my baby down to go clean the kitchen if I'm here. So he's very, very like interested on how do you help in the family dynamic because his dad is not present. Wow, that's beautiful though. Yeah. And I'm happy that there are mothers, women, today who have sons who are making better men of tomorrow so my children don't have to be 35 wondering like what's in the water you know what I'm saying like, yes I think it definitely is a, is a cycle I think the generation of men have mothers who were overcompensating Mm-hmm. for the lack of fathers in the household so they saw mom doing everything and didn't bother to ask the son to even chip in but a little mm-hmm. or any at all so now they have an expectation that you're supposed to do that yeah and even like for me like my mom did it <laughs> my mom did it too mm-hmm. and um I don't want to paint the picture I'm always like thinking about it in the back of my head when I'm doing stuff I don't want to paint the picture like oh you know, I don't need a man. I don't want one. I always say what I'm doing, like random things. You know what? 
see this. I can't reach this. A man would be nice, but I can't pick and choose when I want a man to be here. And I say it purposely so they can hear me because I'm leaving. I'm just like an open table. Like you have something to say about this X, Y, and Z, because I think a lot of men think, oh, you know, when is your daughter's going to see you around a man to know like this is what happens in a relationship i said when i'm in a healthy relationship that i feel has value for my daughters to see that but what i'm not going to do is have a Saks fifth ab door to Mm -hmm. my house so they can see multiple men come and go do things because they get things leave then it's a new one do things because they get things i i want them to know like a, va- a man of value would do x y and z regardless of me telling him you need to do x y and z absolutely um and when i'm doing stuff i'm just like you know what this would be nice you know but you only get into a relationship if x y and z i tell Ari all the time if you are not married to a man you don't need to be in a house with him on mm-hmm. any type of contract with him um and if you see a man and you can see his boxers and you're not showing your panties in public, he's not mature and he's not ready and he's going to waste your time. And I don't care if she's going to connect the dots on the fact that, oh, my daddy wears pants and you can see his boxers kind of, yeah, your daddy is almost mid forties, mid forties, still sagging his pants because he is mm-hmm. not mature in a certain level of his life where he feels like I'm above that now. But even though you do it as her father and you love her, I'm still going to tell her that is not the goal. Out of of love, that is not the goal. You know what I'm saying? To cohabitate Mm -hmm. and still lack is not the goal. Absolutely. That is why my son has never met anybody that I have even remotely thought about dating. Unless you're going to be here and be present, you're not worthy to meet my son if you're not worthy to be in my life either. If I can't show you to my son, you know that you want notice. The moment that you ever meet my child, that means we have had a connection to a point where we can see this going somewhere where I can present him to you and show you this is a man. This is a man. This is what a man is supposed to be. This is someone who's worthy of me. And until I can find somebody where he'll never see anybody. No, sorry. It's not worth it to me. He knows that I would rather take care of my own responsibilities than to add somebody else to the mix just for company. Love it. I love it. Mm. And that is the difference between women of yesterday and women of today. Not to not the women of yesterday. They did what they could. They did their best. Um, You know, even me having a discussion with, you know, how my mom chooses men in her life to Ari's dad Mm -hmm. and how I had to be almost out of my twenties to really understand the dynamics of my father and my mom's relationship and how it was more transactional than it was a loving, healthy marriage. And I was mad while pregnant with Ari because my whole life, my father had been portrayed as being this asshole and not being caring and just having this stern uh personality but the reality is y'all didn't get married out of love and consideration and wanting to prosper together y'all got married out of you needing him to do something for you and you agreed to do something for him and once he did something for you he felt like he owned you Mm, no thanks and as a woman you don't put yourself in a predicament where your life is going to be dictated by a man not out of healthy reasons 
So my whole life, for the most part, when I when I experienced their relationship up until I was eight, I was like, if this is marriage, it's not, I'm not doing it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, me either. I've I've honestly looked at marriage totally different now, and I'm not against it. I'm not necessarily for it. I think it works for certain people in certain mm-hmm. situations, mm-hmm. and I've realized that I told you I idolize Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, her book hit yes. definitely definitely a eye opener on relationships um even retrospectively speaking to my grandparents um looking at my grandmother's marriage definitely to me um grew up in the 1940s got married in the um late 40s early 50s definitely a different type of woman having the ability to speak to her about her choices today where women chose to be taken care of and having Mm -hmm. the kids taken care of and sitting at home, not the move to hear her, to be able to, you know, recount her situation. She would do it all over different. Mm. Yeah. To hear her say that she admires me because of everything that I do for myself and my child and keep it pushing. She was like, "Mm, I could have done this differently because what I got out of the deal and what I truly wanted in life was not the same. It's yeah. not the same. Yes. And I love that, that she gets to see different. And um, some people, some women of the past look at the women of today and the options that they have out of jealousy. Mm. Like, that part. oh, you think you better or um, I'm going to make your life a living hell because you think you know what you're doing and uh I had a struggle, so you gonna learn how to struggle. And that is the mindset of, of women. That is a mindset of women who kick their daughters out at 16 because you, yes. want, you on your period. Like Mm-mm. what? I could never. But that's something that my son at one point was worried about. He was like, Oh my God, mom, I'm gonna turn 18 and I'm gonna, what do you mean kick you out? I was like, your brain ain't even fully developed until you're 25. Right. Now at 25, if you want to leave the nest, my dude deuces. But I know that by the time you turn 25, I would have given you every life skill, every hack that I could possibly pour into you. And probably you'll still come back for more. But I would feel comfortable with you leaving my house at 25. I wouldn't right. dare kick a kid out at 18. That's insane. This is what I told you. You can rent a car. Right. And I don't want to rent a car. And I am 35 because <laughs> now they want you to put $400 deposit down on top of you paying for the car. Who? Mm. I will rent a U-Haul truck and drive to where my destination and come back. Like, stop playing with me. And so this society of how it is, is so contradicting because even if we talk about why women are slowing down, the article this week, you know, China's numbers and uh, reproduction are at an all-time low. Uh, Maybe because y'all still don't value women in that country mm. maybe because the way that y'all want people to work and if they get sick they get fired mm. what does having a baby adding that to the mix look like in china no i'm good like come on like there's other reasons why women are not having babies how about the cost of living how about the cost of food yeah how about I'm, the cost um, of having a baby like my last bill for my four-year-old was crazy high Mm-hmm. so there, there's a lot risk more dying. reasons <laughs> risk of dying in childbirth because i don't know maybe look at my skin color real quick we don't really make it out of those situations unscathed yeah um 
How about the housing crisis? How about the fact that I need to house this baby? And whether you're talking about renting or whether about owning a home, they're making it nearly impossible for our generation as a whole, let alone women, to secure housing. Where am I going to put that baby? And this is why I'm so for if there's two single women that trust each other, that uh, have faith in each other business-wise and lifestyle-wise and respect each other as mothers, come together and be like, hey, girl, you want to go half on this house together? Yeah. Absolutely. Go for it. Go for it. You have men today. Hello. You have men today who are gone, who have gone through their second divorce and just like, I'd rather look for a straight man who want to just roommate together or maybe get married on paper for the benefits and just be roommates. Like if that's what you want to do, cool. (laughs) But stand up in it because that also comes with some cons where there's going to be women that be like, so you mean to tell me y'all are not together, but y'all live together? Hmm. What's up with you, that? you know you mean to tell me you are 55 and you have a roommate well what about the generation of men they're going to end up in nursing homes as somebody who works in the medical field ah uh, we talked about the men who are waiting for end of life to actually get married those who don't find a woman to settle down with before that end stage whether it be diabetes renal failure high blood pressure hypertension they go into nursing homes these days crazy and that's actually the wave of the future because if women aren't marrying you and women of today are not having babies with you, where are these men going? Right. And then you have to think about the women who think like, oh, I'm going to get me the older guy who has the money and has a oh. lifestyle to do that. A lot of those men are rich through family trust, mm. which will document wise <laughs> not be going through the courts. When he mm-hmm. dies, regardless of y'all being married or not, the money goes to who's on the trust. The money don't, don't go to who they chose about. to marry. <laughs> and a lot of people don't understand that. You think this man about to die and give you the riches. He's not because on paper from his father's father, it's supposed to go to his next of uh, Ken, Ken child. Mm-hmm. You got rich, wealthy people li- leaving mansions and workers to their dogs over their children yeah. because they feel like no i got it out the mud you get it out the mud facts and you stayed there all them years yeah. what mm-hmm. all the movie batons you could have been putting in an account mm-hmm. stacking now she was holding out for the big bag girl you talk about little bags like even now how we see banks are collapsing the things don't matter if you don't have nothing to put the things in Mm. say that one more time for the people in the back the cars and the maybags don't matter if you gotta hide the car when you park it like i don't like and i and i don't give me nothing that depreciates in value Mm -mm. that is not a stunt That is not a stunt. Like, come on, like, let's 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 be smart. Let's utilize the fact that we all have Wi-Fi and, and, and internet. And if we don't, we could go somewhere that has internet and say, okay, who is someone that I admire, man or woman? Who is a woman out here doing it up? Is she sharing how she got to where she is? Yes. Let mm-hmm. me go ahead and research and study that instead of watching someone become tiktok famous and make millions of dollars instead of watching someone come up with a beauty page and get money from these companies because these companies are peeping that oh 
So these people are leaving these jobs that we feel like they need us for to go mm-hmm. sit on the internet and make money. And IG is like, oh, we ain't paying y'all for this no more. And so, so if, now. right, if you don't have the knowledge of how to talk to these companies in person or through email in order to make money with these companies, you posting is a waste of time. And it's all about knowing how to pivot. And I, I love the women in the past who know how to pivot. I love the women today who know how to pivot. Issa Rae could have made another show Mm-mm. and kept going season for season for season, like Grey's Anatomy, like Shonda Rhimes. Mm-hmm. But she was like, I want to I wanna focus on music now. I want to mm-hmm. help some people who getting it out of the mud now to... to be heard by a bigger group of people and I think when it comes to um being an activist you could do that in different genres of in different areas absolutely yes you know what I'm saying like you don't it doesn't have to be oh I'm in the forest Monday through Friday where can you find me in the forest like it doesn't have to be that but just because you got it you know your start 30 years ago and you're still an actor but you have the capital to maybe do a school. So actors- isn't that some form of a gatekeeping too, though? And as in, in, in such, if I got it out the mud mentality, we're talking about the same old women from before. Yeah. You should get it the way I got it. I did yeah. it by myself. I found my niche. I found, but there are some people who are actually given those lanes in different areas. And I love that for Issa. The fact that she pivoted from, I'm not going to just make TV shows. I'm just, I'm going to go into music now. But she mentioned that too, that that's her dream. I want to mm-hmm. open the doors because somebody sat me at a table and, and listened to me and heard me out. Why wouldn't I do the same for someone else who looks like me? Right. And it wasn't a secret. Like she kept the consistency throughout her episodes. She's in the mirror. She's rapping. It might not be that great, but it's funny. It's, it's catchy. And every, every episode she gave us music to go look up and download mm-hmm. teacup i love my little teacup i love her oh what? my gosh her music is amazing what? who is this like every episode I was, mm-hmm. I was literally going to the internet mm-hmm. episode two what music was being played like and mm-hmm. that's like it could be a little clip it could be two minutes it could be a shirt it can be a restaurant like there's so many ways for us to come together. And I really feel like that's always going to be the foundational issue of Black people is that we were taught to be against each other. And the way that we fall in every area of business is the fact that we don't understand what unity looks like. I think we were also taught that, that there yes. can only be one. There can only be one great Black person at this. We're only letting one in at a time. Yes. You're going to kick the door open once I get in there. I'm going to let everybody in. Yes. And, you know, um, I often have this conversation of the great leaders of like the 70s, the great leaders of the the 80s and how we don't have leaders now. Why do we need leaders when we have all of us? Hello. Why do we need one person to fix it when we have all of us? Why are we waiting for someone to say something pivotal to make a mass government change or have the conversation that y'all are trying to make the gap between the poor and the rich bigger and completely eliminate middle class. And y'all are trying to make people who have had homes 
for 30 years become homeless because you are raising sales tax that you know they cannot cover with their social security and the money they put away in their retirement. That whole class is disappearing. Because that's why these companies are just like, fuck that. We're not buying another building. We're about to buy 20 homes in Atlanta. Are we going to go see those homes? No. We're going to have a crew of um, the team drive through on buses, not even roll down a window and step out on in the community, see what they can knock down, rebuild, and then sell, sell it for triple the price. And But you know, the people in here cannot afford that. We know. We don't care where they go, but they can't stay here. That is uh-huh. the mentality that's coming in through every neighborhood. And reality speaking, me personally, I don't feel like anybody owns shit. In, no, really. in, in the United States. You don't own here. This is a business. And the way every contract is set up is to be a business. What can you get out of this? Well, I get something out of it too. And mm-hmm. um, I'm not saying your aim shouldn't be to be a homeowner. I think being a homeowner and having equity in a home eventually and using that equity to build something else is the idea to sit mm-hmm. in a home that you don't take care of is going to depreciate like a vehicle yep. to, to walk past trash being in your neighborhood, walk past the fact that the swings are torn down and rusty and say, that's not my business, but my house is clean and my yard is clean. It's ignorant because that is going to affect your house. People don't understand that your computer, your community and property value, but there are people who specifically like, um, I live in New York. There's mm-hmm. people who specifically buy buildings in our communities to let them get run down. So the property value gets driven down enough so that yes. when I am ready to come in here, like you said, I'm going to buy all 20 of these bad boys. It's, 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 a, it's a scheme. Yes. Yes. And kudos to the people who are not of melanin <laughs> calling out the foolery that there are people who are not of melanin do okay dropping tips giving you ends and i feel like this is partially part of the reason why these states in the united states are trying to have the conversation of tiktok not being a thing because the things that i'd be learning on tiktok oh it's way too valuable it's way too valuable I done learned everything about how to fry chicken where it don't pops on me, <laughs> to how to fix my washer and dryer with a toothpick. Like it's it's so much on there. Mm-hmm. Girl, mm-hmm. I did not know that a, a a washing machine or a dryer had a filter on the goddamn washing machine. I thought it was just for the dryer. I've never. Oh my gosh, you learn something new every day. Wow. <laughs> and TikTok had me, you know, looking at the fact that. Do you get your um, dryer uh, vent sucked? No, I've never had it sucked. But because I saw it on TikTok and how many fires they start, Mm. I want to look into that. Even though I may not own the house that I'm in, I have a Mm -hmm. washer and dryer in here. And when you have kids, you wash like crazy. Mm -hmm. So see that's valuable information because that, you know why that affects people? Because that affects homeowner insurance. Yes. Because if you're not a... (laughs) So if you're not aware that that causes fires, it may not be inside your car, you know, in your um, in your plan. So, hey, I don't have to pay for that house now if it burns down because it's your fault because you didn't do that and you didn't know that. Yes. And I just feel like. 
there are so many people that benefit on you being ignorant. There's so many people that benefit on you um, not knowing. There's so many um, men that still feel like, oh, that's a woman, pay her this, even though her education is more than me. I'm a man. I should be the face of this company. Um, and for that reason alone, there was another article about why a lot of um, women are starting their own businesses and just leaving corporate America because in the end, it doesn't pan out in their favor. No, it doesn't. Like, look at how many companies are just like, you know what? We used to give pension, but we're going to take pension away and we're not matching this and we're not matching that. And so what is the incentive of me working for you? Now, you know, I can run my mouth by myself, but I had Ash on here. Thank you for coming through. I had Gigi from Just a Conversation podcast come through and I had my cousin Miko come through and we were really talking about various things and I'm not about to be in y'all ear for two hours and something minutes. So I went ahead and I made it two episodes. So the next episode will drop tomorrow. I got you. See you then.